The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, our two here on the program. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. Bill and Lindsay, happy anniversary. You know, I ain't going to try to mess up, say your last name. I will butcher it. Bill and Lindsay, happy Ce- anniversary. Celebrating their 14th anniversary. How about that? Scott, why can y'all clarify the future of the Swain event? Uh, there will be a Swain event. It'll be once a week. It'll be in the evenings. Um... Don't know exactly what day it's going to be right now. Uh, let's let's let the dust kind of settle after the new move, and then um, we'll we'll let you know. But looking at once a week in the evening for the Swain event, just won't be in the mornings anymore. Uh, Real D from the four two three says Swain flexing his new paycheck with that new orange hoodie. Mm-hmm. Stay woke. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no paycheck yet. Uh-huh. This is all the pennies and nickels and dimes I've been saving. We all know you got a signing bonus. Thank we you. all know you got a signing bonus. I get a signing bonus. Six-figure signing bonus. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Sure did not. LC Voss has been, do you have any uh, details on the indoor facility for baseball under the new dorms Hubs has been talking about? Nothing. Yesterday. Yeah, talked about it yesterday. I've talked about it plenty of times over the last several months. Uh, they they want to get up a building, a dorm, out behind right field that serves as a, a player dorm and, and also on the ground floor, I guess, has a turf infield, uh, an indoor turf infield so that they can get some, some work in there if, if need be, if it's raining. So that that would be a a heck of a amenity to to have for the baseball program uh, a player dorm that that also helps you get better you can train in and it, it is desperately needed Swain uh, th- this weekend at, at Vandy any Tennessee fans that that's there or or any Tennessee fan that's watching that they have a, a mini monster out there in left field like the green monster in Fenway. I guess theirs is the black monster. Um, I don't like that. But behind it is like a $7 million state-of-the-art facility. Where do you get this money from for athletics? I thought they didn't have any money for athletics. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'll tell you where it came from. All the former players, they they pitched in and <laughs> oh, yeah, and, well, and took care of it. That, well, there it is then. Uh, so all, all the former players under Corbin that have made it to the big leagues all chipped in and Help get it done. Or it's the money that the Vanderbilt's stealing from the SEC every year. <laughs> no, that's all going to the academics. That's, <sighs> a, that's all going to the academics. You say, ah, as Grant Williams misses a, a game-tying three in Toronto last night in overtime. That, that could send it to double overtime. That tells you all need to know about Grant Williams being in that moment, you know, one of the five late-game moments and him even taking that shot. It tells you a lot about where Grant Williams has um, – how far he's come. Yeah. Because remember, man. For sure. P 
people question if he could even play at the next level and look at him. So, anyways, I don't want to change the subject. I just saw that. He's a VFL. I had to stop my tracks anytime a VFL was oh, I doing s- anything. I, people probably heard me starting to slow down when I was talking because I, I was paying attention too. <laughs> uh, but the only other thing I was going to add on the facility front in terms of, of other teams, and it's practically everywhere else in the SEC other than Missouri. But even being at Ole Miss this weekend, you, you walk down the right field line and right behind their right field seating is – this colossal training facility that it, it looks it looks like the front of of Tennessee football's training facility or I guess it would be the back of it where you can see out onto the practice field mm-hmm. from like the treadmills mm-hmm. that's what old Mrs. baseball facility looked like it, it looked like Tennessee football's training facility minus the indoor field uh, South Carolina same situation last year when I when I went there. All these teams have state-of-the-art training facilities, and and Tennessee is way behind in that department. And if if they can get this done, then that would go a heck of a long way to catching up. I, I don't know that they'll ever catch up unless they just completely buy into the sport and pump millions of dollars into it just because of how far behind they are. But they are trying to play catch-up. And uh, tip of the hat to the administration for that. And as Brent said, uh, they're, they're hoping to to really start that in July for when the new fiscal year takes place. Let's go. Let's go. Cam S. Nod1997 says, we're going on a hunger strike until the Swain event comes back. Oh, Cam, you're going to walk around all spandex, man. You're going to be in shape. You're going to be looking good. You're going to lose all that weight. We'll be, we'll be back. We'll be back. Just not in the mornings. Ben, I mean, you can do a show in the mornings. You and, and J-Wave, if you want to. Y'all are, I mean, you are more than um, welcome to come to the house. But you got a key in the mornings. You know, I'll be probably going to work out, dropping the kids off at school and stuff. Uh, starting next week. Like, you can you can come in here. You know how to work everything. Get J-Wave up on the phone. You guys can do a show. No. Six to six to seven. No. Seven to eight. And it has nothing to do with Jay Wade. Jay Wade seems to be an incredible individual from the times I have interacted with him. But I'm not doing that. If if you want to turn on the buttons for me and I'll zoom in, then then, then maybe we'll take a step in that direction. <laughs> but I'm good. A six five two hundred fifty five zero three. So Tennessee is the Miami Hurricane of baseball as far as equipment. Yep. 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 And right now, by the way, Cam Snod nineteen ninety seven said we're going on a hunger strike until the Swain event comes back. So I'm give him the next the, best option. Ben and Jay Wade from seven to eight is isn't what he wants. What's the next best option? DR Falls said Ben's wife saw Jay Wade's tweets and said no. <laughs> that is that is fair. Vaughn Birmingham says it's such a weird feeling knowing my whole routine is going to change after Friday. The show has been a part of my everyday routine for years. I'm not going to know what to do on Monday. You and me both. I don't know. 
I, I know what you're doing one day. You'll be talking from 12 to 3. And then you know what Vaughn Birmingham's going to do on Tuesday? Before he goes into work, before he goes through his morning routine, he's going to he's gonna go to the WNML podcast feed on Apple. And listen to the podcast. Download the podcast and listen to the podcast in the morning as if it's his new morning routine. I have been made aware that all the breaking news and all that stuff happens happens between 12 and 3. I've been made aware of that. Like, you know, we make jokes about at 10.03, I'm pretty sure there'll be breaking news and commitments and coaches are being fired and hired. I've been made aware of a lot of those News drops happen between 12 and 3, so we'll see. We'll have fun with it. We we shall see. Copes Vols just listening in. Where's this one thing going? Dying. Uh, <laughs> Dead. Dog, man. Uh, just won't be in the mornings after Friday. And it's not a April Fool's joke. It's serious. <laughs> it's on the first. I'm like, no one's going to believe it. Because it's on April Fool's, but Friday is the last morning show. Ever. Oh, man. Y'all something else. Y'all are something else. Evil says, stop sugarcoating it. Sugarcoating it. Let us mourn. They're not dying, though. Ben needs, needs Bulldog Brian to do a show with him. It'd be a great SEC collaboration. I have a rule against doing shows with Georgia fans, Bulldog Brian. Now, Bulldog, I have, Bulldog Brian's the coolest no, Bulldog. I, I really enjoy Bulldog Brian. I, I have enjoyed Bulldog's, Bulldog Brian's presence more on, on the, the text box the last couple of weeks. I, I enjoy Bulldog Brian's comments more than 70% of the Tennessee fans commenting on here. <laughs> Truth hurts, don't it? Truth hurts. Speaking of the truth. Tennessee, but the truth will also set you free. That is true, too. But uh, speaking of the truth, is Tennessee in on a five-star talent on the defensive line, Ben? Yes. Recruiting expert, Ben? Uh, yes. Yes, Tennessee is. Are you referring to the young man from Missouri that everybody was all excited about? Excited about yesterday because they got a crystal ball. Mm-hmm. Are you are you referring to uh, that young man? I am. Shandavian Bradley. Mm-hmm. I hope I said his name right. I feel like I did. It sounds right. Shandavian. C-H-A-N-D-A-V-I-A-N. Shandavian Bradley. An edge rusher from Plot City, Missouri. I ain't never heard of that before. Me either. Uh, six five two ten. Tennessee's in a good spot there. Uh, apparently, it was an Oklahoma rider who put in a crystal ball for Tennessee, and apparently has a, a good relationship with the family. I I don't I don't think Tennessee's aware of <laughs> them coming to Tennessee or, or committing to Tennessee anytime soon. So I would pump the brakes on that, but Tennessee does feel like they are in a really good spot with him. So if they can pull that one off, Shandavian Bradley, and then also pull off Vic Burley, ooh, we in business. Shandavian Bradley, Vic Burley, those are dudes, along with Tyree West, that you want along the defensive line in the SEC. Those are 
RLDs, as Mike Eckler says. Real real live dudes? Mm-hmm. Real live dudes is what those dudes are. Let's talk about the beef. And if you, if you could add a, a Caleb Herring off the edge next to him. Ooh. Let me put my crystal ball in for Caleb Herring. I'm already starting to slide the pants off. Stop, man. That's not a good time to do that, man. But uh, Bradley did say recently that Tennessee is recruiting me the hardest out of the teams I am considering. I talk to them almost every day. Some weeks I talk to them every day. Coach Eckler is my main contact there, and anytime I talk to Coach Eckler, I talk to the D.C., and I always end up talking to Coach Hype. So Tennessee is a good spot, and uh, Vic Burley, the defensive lineman from Warner Robins, Georgia, a.k.a. the Atlanta area, right? Mm. That's North Georgia, isn't it? Mm. I, I don't think it's it, – I think it's a little bit – I don't think it's really like a suburb of, of Atlanta. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's it's, it's closer to – it's south of Macon. Mm-hmm. Forgive me, I'm not up to date on my Atlanta geography, but maybe this is why I need to do a show with with Bulldog Brian. That way, when these things are brought up, he can be like, "No, Ben, Warner Robbins is bam right there." See, uh, already seeing the benefits. Although, again, I meant to say this a moment ago. I have a perfect radio mate for Bulldog Brian, Brad Matthews. <laughs> they can they can both talk about their love. Love affair for Bulldogs. Uh, but Vic Burley, the, the big defensive lineman, highly ranked defensive lineman from the state of Georgia, 6'5", 265. A big fan of Rodney Garner. Loves Rodney Garner. And his relationship with Rodney Garner is one of the reasons he is high on the Vols. Seems like it's a, a Tennessee-Clemson battle at the moment. And he, he's been to Tennessee a good bit. So if, if Tennessee could go out and land Vic Burley and – Shandavian Bradley from Missouri, then then those would be two big assets. And I know I'm repeating myself, but I, I it's it's worth emphasizing. If they can add those two next to Caleb Herring, that is an elite haul on the recruiting trail for Tennessee in terms of front seven members. A six five two hundred fifty five oh three. We'll take a uh, we'll take a little break here in a second. Left after this comment, a big bad voodoo Nate says, "I would want to listen to Dr. Vol, but then I would have to listen to him drool over Bruce Pearl and Lane and Lane and and Dr. Vol, big bad voodoo Nate did say in parentheses, I know why he likes Pearl because of what what Pearl mm-hmm. did for Dr. Vol and his his mm-hmm. family while his brother was battling cancer." Um, but still, f- funny uh, note there from Big Bad Voodoo Nate, which I agree with. I, I, I think like a, a Vol Storm, Dr. Vol, Andy Trio would be great, but I just don't know that I could could handle Dr. Vol just slobbering all over Bruce Pearl and Lane Kiffin constantly. And then, and then you got the mouth breathing Vol Storm that's breaking everybody's eardrums. How about you tell us how you I really mean, feel this week? I mean, Andy would have to carry that group, carry that show. Tell us how you really feel this and week. And by the way, Andy is the real insider. 
out of that trio. I mean, he is the recruiting insider out oh, of that gosh. trio. Hour two will continue after this. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain event on Twitter and like the show on Facebook. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the MN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim I know missing the show live is a bummer, but don't fret. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. Awesome!
Bomb! Hour 2 is brought to you by Action247, Tennessee's only legal sports book. Use the promo code SWAINEVENT, 50% deposit match up to $800. That is Action247. Give them a follow on Twitter at TNAction247. Tomorrow, Tennessee's Pro Day. Listen, man, Tennessee Pro Day used to be like a holiday especially for the players where you may or may not go to class and you may or may not get in trouble for not going to class. Usually there's class checkers. Usually there are consequences for not going to class, but when it comes to pro day, you get a mulligan. You get a mulligan. This is a time where all your teammates are performing, living out their dreams of going to the next level. And it used to be a spectacle. And hopefully we are getting back to that. But tomorrow is Pro Day. Ben, how excited are you, man, about Pro Day? Yeah, I don't get excited about Pro Day. Maybe I would be excited if, if Tennessee had a Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett, a quarterback that is – throwing I, I was excited about josh dobbs pro day so next year you'll be excited yep i will be excited next year because hidden hooker will be throwing the cedric tillman uh and i mean that to me that's what makes a pro day exciting is is if you have the flashy quarterback or the to me it's really just about the quarterback because even a, if it's just the receiver i mean it, it's routes on air and i know the quarterbacks are throwing routes on air but we know we love Watching quarterbacks throw routes on there. You can do that. You can do that every day in my practice. Yeah, but we get to watch. So I mean, this year, I'm I'm not. I don't. I'm not excited. I mean, it's just I'm just flat out not. I'm very intrigued to see the, the results. At least you're telling the truth, man. What is there to be excited about? Um, good point. Tennessee doesn't have a prospect that is just one of the top prospects in the draft. And that kind of dictates, along with a quarterback, mm-hmm. if if you're excited for a pro day or not. Now, I, I am very intrigued. Uh, those two things are different. I, I may not be excited, but I am intrigued to see how Alante does. Because if I remember correctly, Alante chose not to do some things at the combine. 
I don't remember which things. Um, but it's a big day for him, so very intrigued to see how his day goes. Uh, Matthew Butler, can he continue to generate some hype around his name? He has had an awesome draft process. He has been really good this draft process. Going back to the, the Shrine Bowl and in Indy at the Combine, can he have another really big-time performance in the draft process tomorrow uh, at Pro Day? I think that he will. I have a lot of confidence in Matthew Butler. You are right when you talked about guys like Alante did some things at the Combine, did not do everything. So Pro Day is going to be a time for him to you know, fill those gaps. And I think one person that, needs to have a really good pro day is Kate Mays. Yes. Because he did not bench as probably as well as he could uh, at the combine. Um, I'm trying to think about either he benched a low number or, or didn't bench at all. But regardless, he, he needs to have a better, a better showing uh, with his bench press playing offensive line. So guys that did not bench at, the combine will need to bench at the pro day. I think Theo Jackson, this is this is important for him. He's a guy that we look at the production side of the SEC last year. He was one of the most productive guys on defense in the entire league. In, in, in the entire league. K did not bench. Did not bench. So at he, least according to NFL.com, there's not a he not a number to, lift, listed. He will need to bench. He will need to bench. Uh, but Theo Jackson should have been invited to the combine, was not. He's going to have to have a great pro day because you get one opportunity. You get one opportunity. This is it. So you can't not run or not bench because you're going to do it at a later date. No, this is it. So he's going to have to do everything. Hey, Mays will need to bench a better number. Javante Payton, how about him, Ben? He's the guy that showed off his speed, showed off his ability to make big plays in big games. He had big plays, just wasn't a lot during that one particular game. It was like one or two big plays a game. He would have one or two catches, one or two big plays, one catch for one touchdown. Who's going to be the quarterback thrown to these receivers? That's the question. Who's going to, who's going to throw to Javante Payton? Who is he going to bring in? But he will need to have a big pro day. Very big pro day. So yeah. that's going on tomorrow. And I don't think Javante can have the type of pro day that gets him drafted. I mean, no. he's he's going to have to – he's going to have to get it at the mud. He, he's going to have to be a, an undrafted free agent, make some noise in camp. He'll probably have to bounce around from team to team. I, I would be surprised if he made a team, quite frankly. So he, he's going to have to bounce around on some practice squads and, and try to carve out a role. But the, the, the speed was on full display last year, and the NFL well, loves speed. It was. But, but can he prove that he was more than a one-trick pony? Because he had like seven touchdowns, but only 14 catches. 14, 16 catches, something crazy like that. So he, he's going to have to prove that he can do more than just catch a deep ball. Correct. Quite frankly. And Theo Jackson's kind of been the one that has been surprising to me. I, I thought he would be generating some buzz similar to Matthew Butler after the senior season that he had, but you just haven't heard his name out there like like Matthew Butler's. 
At least I haven't. No, I mean I have I haven't either. So I I think uh, you asked me during the break which player needs to have the the best pro day. I would probably say Theo just yeah. because of that lack of buzz. I, yeah. I I I think Cade would would really need to benefit from a a good pro day because I mean just looking at his NFL page NFL dot com page right now uh, his weaknesses that they list. Missed multiple games due to injury in three of his four seasons. Struggled with guard assignments in 2020. Lacks technique on double teams and down blocks. Can maintain a wider base through engagement. Athletic defenders take advantage of his forward lean. Pass protection can be too straight-legged. Needs to punch with faster, more efficient hands. So out of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven um, bullet points that NFL.com lists as a weakness, I mean, five of them are technique-based. So tomorrow when scouts and I, I don't know how many. Coach, it, yeah, you have some coaches working them out. Well, you think coaches will show up tomorrow? Yeah, you have some coaches. Right? What about Come head on. coaches? I'd be surprised if the head coach shows up. Yeah, I'd be surprised. May, maybe Mike Vrabel. I was about to say him. Maybe because it's close. Right, but but he likes uh, Knoxville. Yeah, he does love Knoxville. But and Titans could use an offensive lineman, so it, it wouldn't surprise me. And and Mike Vrabel's known to go to these pro days and lead the workout. So that's where Cade can really benefit and have a big day. Is and even with a position coach as well. Obviously, there will be plenty of position coaches. But whatever position coach or if Vrabel shows up or whatever head coach shows up and and that coach takes over for whatever Cade is doing and runs Cade through drills, if Cade can can show that his fundamentals are better in person than what they appear to be on tape, then he could make a team fall in love with him. Yeah. I mean, had a chance to come back. Had a chance to come back. Decided not to. I think he comes back and he shows that he is more durable. Probably would have been in his best interest, but you never really fault anyone like a Cade who has has played multiple years and just wants to get to the league and prove it at, at that level. But today, um, in answering questions from the media tomorrow when he actually is performing on field are huge for him. So our Vols, man. Trying to get to the next level, and that's one of the things that is very important for Tennessee football. Very important. Like, don't don't downplay how important today and tomorrow is. Just because it may not be the type of player that you want to see, understand that this is a very important piece of recruiting for Tennessee. It's good to get Nico. To commit, it's good to have all these crystal balls for certain players. That's great. That's awesome. But like I've said on this program before, you're gonna have to, sh- to show that you can get guys to the league. The numbers are great, the excitement is great, but once that wears off, what are you selling to recruits? You better be able to sell them that you can get guys in the league. So this is a very, very, very important time for our program. 
when you're doing on-field technique work, it's going to reflect on Glendale B if you are K-Mays. When you're doing on-field work, if, if you're Alante Taylor or Theo Jackson, it's going to reflect on Willie Martinez. And having a guy like Willie Martinez that's experienced, these scouts know Willie's time at Tennessee before or his time at Georgia. And so they know, like, most of the time, guys come in to the league and they usually are prepared. They usually are developed. If you are not under Willie Martinez, they look at you and go, well, something's wrong with that player. Like, scouts not only scout players, but they know these coaches. They know that, okay, 70% of the time, these guys that we get from this particular coach usually comes in and he's ready to go. And when you're not, it reflects poorly on the player. So this is a huge, huge, we're not talking about it a lot. We haven't. But this is a very, very important time. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's it's boring. At least it is to me. Maybe that's just a me problem. But you are still very correct in saying that it is very important for Tennessee because, quite frankly, Tennessee needs more guys in the league. And we, we've talked about it in terms of recruiting, but what guys, what recruits care about is getting to the league getting to the league, and making some money while in college. That's what guys care about. That That is the the premise of their decision. The, those are the two basic things. Everything else is cherry on top. Which is okay. Yes. Tennessee's tradition, Tennessee's fan support, so on and so forth, playing in the SEC. Well, it, playing in the SEC applies towards helping you get to the next level. Yeah, because, you know, the SEC puts in – puts the most guys in the league and has the best competition that everybody wants to play against the best so he can be the best. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- this is very important. We we need Matthew Butler to get drafted and Alante Taylor and Cade Mays and, and to be drafted fairly high. We we need Theo Jackson to, to carve out a nice little career. Javante Payton, make a team somehow. Tennessee needs that because they need more guys in the league to sell it in recruiting. Bingo. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Man, you're a smart guy. Try to be. Uh, Vol Grizz Cubs says a few Cowboy shows I listen to have mentioned Cade. Cowboys. Cade's going to get drafted. It's just a matter of when. I don't think it's going to be as high as he thought when he decided to leave early. I think I think we all have high hopes when we make that transition from college to pro. I know I did when I made that transition. I had high high hopes. I mean, you 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 did. You still do. I mean, you just went pro in something different than sports, <laughs> just like the NCAA commercial. You have to have high high hopes for a living. Who sings that song? I don't know. Bulldog Brian says either that. Or eight million dollar NIL deals. Just kidding. <laughs> that eight million dollar deal has not been confirmed. Yeah, Bulldog Brian. It has and not I, been confirmed. And, and listen, I know you don't want to talk about players getting paid. You you want to talk about that Ford Raptor that Nolan Smith was rocking mm-hmm. as as the number one overall player in the country has a brand new. I think it was 2019 at the time. Brand new white 
2019 Ford Raptor with with black rims. Let me ask you something, Ben. Was that pre-NIL or post-NIL? Pre. Oh, okay. Just check. Pre-NIL. <laughs> and, and, and then they, they had to quickly come out and say that the parents are very wealthy. Mm. Yeah, I bet they are now after dealing with Kirby. Mm-hmm. Hit the lottery. I know you know what talk Bulldog, Brian. Don't <laughs> uh, make us call Rush Probst. Well, you know, he can't wait to spill the beans. 865-255-03. Stay with us. For what is coming up on the Swain event? Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. There is no better restaurant in town to enjoy the madness of March with. Cheer on the Vols and the Lady Vols with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at swainevent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. 
Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you, because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. I know missing the show live is a bummer, but don't fret. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. Awesome! All right, let's get to Jay on the Irish Networks hotline, 865-255-03. Jay, good morning, sir. Fellas, good morning. 
What is up? Wayne, man, I tell you what, this weekend gonna be easy for me, brother. This weekend? I said this week won't. What? What's up? Well, I mean, I think we all know why, you know. I mean, my, my favorite show is going off the air. Yeah, and, it'll uh, be on next week from 12 to 3. 12 to 3? It ain't, it ain't the same show, Ben. Swain will be on next week, 12 to 3. It ain't Monday through Friday. It ain't the same show. It's not this show. Hey, let me ask you something, Ben. Are you going to be on the show with him? No. No. And then it ain't the Swain event. It's just, uh, I'm just sad. I'm happy for Swain. And, and Ben, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be happy for you. I hope things work out for you. But Appreciate uh, it. You know, um, yeah, so whatever. I'm I sorry, Jay. I know, I know, buddy. Um, are we are we the Miami Hurricanes of uh, college baseball? Yep, from the early two thousands. Yes, because we we seem to talk to a lot of trash. <laughs> I love it. Oh man, I mean, is that normal, Ben? I don't. Watch, I mean, I love watching this team, Ben, but I'm not a baseball guy. I mean, is this normal? Every time we do something, we turn around, and start talking to the other team's fan base, and uh. I mean, we're hitting home runs and letting the players know about it, the other team know about it when we're rounding the bases. I mean, is this is this normal? Is that like normal in baseball, or is Tennessee kind of rubbing people the wrong way? It's it's normal to an extent. Baseball players very much have a cockiness to them, and uh, yeah. for the most part, most baseball players have a very interesting personality uh-huh. that they are fun to cover. Um, but th- this Tennessee baseball team is a little more than than your typical baseball shenanigans that that go on um but like this weekend at Ole Miss like you had 11,000 people at the beginning of the game they're all gone by the fifth inning and then didn't show up on Sunday even though they all bought tickets for it uh they were all running their mouth and, and then you had one of their players running their mouth and You've got national media members saying that Tennessee's offense only scores a lot of runs because they hit home runs in Williamsport, referring to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as the, the home stadium of the, the Little League World Series. For anybody who doesn't know what Williamsport is, that's that's where they play the Little League World Series. And they said that that's where Tennessee plays its home games, and that's, that's the only reason the offense scores runs. And then they come out on Friday night in one of the meccas of college baseball and they they put up five home runs, and then Saturday and Sunday they combined for twenty seven hits, and didn't get a single home run, didn't hit a single home run, and, and still scored fourteen runs. So when when you combine all those things, you're gonna you're gonna talk back. I think any of us would. So oh yeah, Tennessee had some extra motivation this weekend. Yeah, I, well, and I heard Wilkerson say that the difference between. Ole Miss's stadium and Lindsey Nelson is not that much. Like, what is there really that big of a difference between our stadium and some of the in terms of just size? I mean, are we really just that much smaller of a field than everyone? I would figure you would you would have to meet some sort of standard. In, in baseball dimensions, yes, Tennessee is, is is pretty smaller than than most every other school. Um, by because they don't room i guess yes yes they don't have room they don't have room in the outfield they, they can't expand it unless they get rid of that road back there yeah, but but here's what i don't understand jay yeah is everybody wants to complain about it 
Yet uh-huh. all these teams come in here to Lindsey Nelson Stadium and they aren't hitting home runs. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see y'all smacking it over uh, here. <laughs> now, part of that is because of the, the great job Tony Vitello and Frank Anderson have done since getting here and recognizing that they need power pitching to prevent other teams from taking advantage of it. And, and they have certainly put together a ton of great pitching staffs over their years here. So that that has helped, and they get credit for recognizing uh, the, the the dimensions of their home stadium and, and making sure that other teams wouldn't use it to their advantage against them. Do we have a do we have the pitching staff to compete for a, a championship? Not compete. They've got it. They've got the pitching staff to win it. They do. Yes, they they have wow. the best pitching staff in the country right now. That's unreal. Tony Vitello has got to be the best recruiter on that campus is Philip Fulmer or Pat Summit. I don't even know if Coach Summit was a great recruiter. She was just – she was like God. I, don't, I mean, she didn't really even probably have to recruit. She probably just said, here, I'll take you, I'll take you. But Coach Fulmer in his prime was – I mean, he was a hellacious recruiter. And uh, Vitello may be the best since him. Campus? Tony Vitello is the best recruiter in the country right now. Of any sport, maybe. He's got to be. Think, I mean, think about it, Jay. Like, it's not, you know, uh, hyperbole. Like, think about it. Our facilities are bad. Yeah. We don't have history like that in baseball. No. And Tony Vitello is out here out-recruiting the Arkansas <laughs> of the world and other major programs. And... He has built a powerhouse team in just a few months. With Vanderbilt two hours west. Yeah. In the SEC. Mm. Like who many who follow the sport believe to be the best ran college baseball program in the country. Yes. It's two hours and twenty I, minutes west. It's probably the best league of any sport in college athletics. Softball softball would like a word, but it, I mean you you got to split hairs between softball and baseball. Softball yeah. and baseball just because of how prominent softball and baseball is in the south as mm-hmm. literally as I'm saying this SEC softball pops up on Sports Center top 10 plays here in the studio, but uh just because of how prominent baseball and softball is in the south, uh it's reciprocated in the conferences at the college level. I mean they they're, they're juggernauts. Absolute juggernauts, uh, SEC softball and SEC baseball. Well, well, hopefully we'll get them a good stadium. I know Danny White had a lot to do with the renovations over at Ole Miss when mm-hmm. he was there, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, help build I that hope, stadium. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll get him a proper stadium to recruit to and proper facilities. And uh, there's there's a lot of good talent even in East Tennessee. There's some good mm-hmm. baseball talent here, yep. and um, you know, I. I don't know why I've never been into baseball, but I love watching this team play. And uh, I don't, you know, it gives you something to do in the March and early summer months instead of just wondering when football is going to start. But uh, they're just, they're just a fun team to watch. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am as well. Baseball is my my favorite sport. Um, always has been. College football's my my. How do I word this? College football is like my favorite sport to get involved in and do the deep dive. I, I don't really know what Your how I'm trying to. Second favorite? No, well, it's like baseball is my favorite like sport. Sport, like in terms of playing it, 
But in terms mm-hmm. of like entertainment value, SEC football is my favorite, if that makes sense. Yes. That's how I am, Ben. My, my favorite is to play basketball. My favorite to watch and follow is football. But now we ain't been to the college football playoff yet, but losing in the NCAA tournament hurts worse than losing a bowl game for me. Oh, even oh yeah. I love, even though I love football way more than anything, I love football. But now we get to the college football playoff and lose, that, you know, call me and we'll see how I feel then. But – Losing in the tournament, there's just something about losing in that tournament, man. It, it rips my soul out. I, I hate it. Yeah, I was more frustrated after losing to, to Michigan than I was losing to Purdue in, in the Music City Bowl. Yeah, and I was frustrated after that Purdue loss. I thought we just mm-hmm. got hosed on some things. Yeah, that, that, and that Purdue loss was really frustrating because, like you said, not only did we feel like Tennessee got hosed on some things, but you also knew that Tennessee didn't play all that well. Tennessee's offense mm-hmm. didn't, didn't really – play all that well even though it put up a lot of points it, it felt like they left a lot of points on the board so that Purdue loss was really frustrating for a lot of reasons but NCAA tournament thinking Tennessee has a, a legitimate shot to, to make a run out of final four and they did that yeah. loss was more frustrating well I'm gonna get off here guys I've been loving these practice videos I love seeing Ronnie Garner just chew those kids out it's hilarious <laughs> it's, it's even it more hilarious, hilarious in person Oh my gosh, man! He he don't mess around, man. Yeah, it's a, it's it's awesome. But um, I'll, I'll call you guys later this week, though. All right, see you, Rodney. You you'll be on the other side of the football facility and hear Rodney yelling at his defensive line, word for word. <laughs> I haven't seen an offensive line coach or defensive line coach that doesn't get intense like that. Um, yeah, Blake Ellerby seems laid back though, but he he still. He he can be intense when he needs to be. I, I've seen him get after the group, but for a offensive line coach, he is he is pretty laid back. Wayne, I really don't think that it's hyperbole to say that Tony Vitello is the best recruiter in the entire country of any sport. I mean, what I, what I, coach? I, I, yeah, I'm not joking. I'm not either. What coach is winning at his level with fewer resources? Don't worry, I'll wait. I'm pulling my, oh, Matt Johnson. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. That's, that's why I said it. That's why I said it, man. I really, really feel that way. 865-255-03. Be right back.